The golden rule says you should treat others the way you want to be treated. But an unfortunate truth is that idea doesn't account for the driving power of wanting to prove someone wrong or get even. Media moguls Vince McMahon and Ted Turner turned the 90s cable airwaves into an open war zone of professional wrestling with millions of fans. The global superpowers of the 20th century even threw down to be the first to send a man to the moon just as a flex. There are stories where people crash and burn in perceived mutual hatred, too. Like naturalist Charles Waterton humiliating himself trying to bring down American birding icon James Audubon. But that's the beauty of beef. It's funny, it's dark, it's humanity in a nutshell. And it's a triple gold signal award-winning show from Next Chapter Podcasts. I'm Bridget Todd. Join me as I serve up the juiciest rivalries you've never heard of. Listen to Beef wherever you get your podcasts. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Oh, we are back after two special holiday episodes. Fixing Famous People is back doing what we do best, and that is extending our skills and our hearts to help <laughs> the overprivileged. That is why we are here. My hands are the overprivileged. <laughs> you heard me. My hands are shaking from going through fixing withdrawals. Like I haven't, we haven't like, you know, no, given we've advice. Been re- and- no, I mean, you know, with, with the whirlwind yeah. of the Fixie Awards at the end of 2023, and then this rambling predictions show that we did last week with, which was basically like three hours of us talking shit and one minute of predictions. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we've just been caught up, but here we are back. Fixing and 2024 delivering pop culturally right off the bat with the the motherfucking Golden Globe Awards. 
Look, you could say whatever you want about the Globes, whether they they always deliver for like a week after. It's the yeah. it's the only thing, whether it's because someone's tit popped out or the host was bad or someone <laughs> took a shit on Dionne Warwick. I don't know, but there's always something. <laughs> there's you. always something with the Globes. And Dominic, I have to say, I have to echo something you've said on the show nine million times. Yeah. Hosting is hard. Oh, it's such a hosting is hard. It's a skill that people think doesn't actually exist Exist. because it's just like you go up there and you just tell a few jokes and, but that's not, that's not what it is at all. It's not just telling a few jokes. It's about pacing. It's about being a master of ceremonies. And that's just, unfortunately, as we all know, Joe Coy fell a little bit short of what the Golden Globe Awards yeah. needed this year. And and most people do, by the way. Like, like let's think of any time that we're ever like, that show is hosted so well. Very few times. Very I'm few. I'm going to, I mean, it's one of my favorites is someone we fixed on this show, and that is James Corden. When he has yeah. hosted uh, specifically the Grammys, uh, which is of the big ones, it's probably the easiest to host because you have these dynamic music performances breaking everything up, but he kept it moving and he's hosted the Tony awards and he, you know, he's got a couple of personality issues off camera. (laughs) I mean, he beats wait staff and all of that other shit, but he's, he's always, he's a great host and Seacrest. I mean, you know, Dominic, as I said, he was the anchor in the storm for me in the new year's rock and Eve. Like Mm -hmm. why was, why was he not up there? Why was he not up there? I don't know. I don't know. And and you know what? It's so sad because it's like the Golden Globes is when they're all like fucked up and drunk. Right. right. Like Mark Ruffalo and Rami Youssef m- kissed each other when they won an mm. award. Like that they saw. Who knows what happened That's what camera. I'm saying. They were in, inhibitions were low and he still was bombing. Am I happy that two apparently straight men can kiss on camera and it not be a news story because homophobia is not as large as it was back in the day? Yes. Am I upset that this is not getting world-renowned coverage that two grown men are kissing that are allegedly straight over in pure glee, like that they just won an award? Yes, I'm upset. <laughs> I Why love is this not being reported on? I, th- because so much other shit happened at the Golden Globe that live gay sex isn't moving the needle right now. <laughs> are you okay? <laughs> I almost spit out my water. <laughs> No, but really, it's yeah. it's because it didn't even track for people because there was so much else going on. The Senate That's, twink could have been there, legs akimbo, and I, he would have been. I, and, no one I, even would have known, and might have been. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is the thing for poor Joe Coy. As I'm so glad you mentioned that hosting is hard because hosting it is, is truly so much harder than people think it is. But. He made the errors he made, I think, are very specific and identifiable. Uh-huh. And we're like, going to say the exact same things. Yep. Yeah. Good. I mean, that's a that is a very hard room. It is a bunch uh-huh. of people, each of whom thinks that they are the biggest star in the room. It is like Madonna and Truth or Dare when she's like, industry was in the whole front row, Freddie. This is a whole room of industry who depending on who you are and what you look like and the tone of the jokes, they will tell you whether or not they are cool enough to make fun of what they do for a living. You know, when Ricky Gervais is doing it, I mean, for lack of a better term, because Ricky Gervais is genuinely edgy and genuinely 
No, funny. they like him, and but they like him. They, like they want cool, him to. They want him to roast that. Roast. Them. They feel cool. He's yeah. like the Bianca Del Rio of hosts. It's like you yeah. want these people to roast you. That's the vibe. Not a lot of people know who Joe Coy is. He is an established comic. It's a very hard room. He he did complain though in the middle of the monologue. He's like, "We only had ten days. We found out about this gig ten days ago." I I mean that's that's plenty of time is the problem. And like ten days is way way too much time to even get to that together. Take it but, from actors who are like, "Oh, I had to learn the blocking for this scene like as we were doing the scene, and I did it, and trust. I won an Academy Award for it." So like but, you're getting no. Sympathy him, from them. Him throwing the other writers under the bus. Yeah, that's going to be a no. That's the biggest. Yeah, that's bad. That's the X right there. No, 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 no. no. You cannot. And that's what like an open mic night terrible comic does. That's not right. someone who has like right. multiple, multiple Netflix specials. Who's like in a very established comedian that could sell out and like, you know, a huge theater. And does. a lot of people today were like, reaching out to me like you should have done it blah 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 it's like that's that's wonderful and i appreciate you saying rebecca bregman's like your holiday show is a billion times better than the golden globes and i masturbated to that and then moved on with my day uh she was also right but it's a different it, you don't know how hard it is until you actually have to no i do stuff yeah. like that because no one's really no one's there to see you Really, especially someone like Joe Coy, who's not well known, they're not there to see the host, but you have to make them want to be there more. You have to make them laugh and you have to make them think like this is going to be a wonderful night. And he just didn't accomplish it. It is a very hard gig and entertainment audience, entertainment industry audiences are notoriously like they're very, very hard to entertain. That said, and he did make several mistakes. It, what, what sucks is that there actually were some funny jokes in there, but once you start bombing, it's very hard yeah, to you get can't get out back. of it. Yeah, like you can you could find a Fabergé egg in a pile of shit, but all anyone's going to care about is the actual well, shit. And the worst thing you can say as a comedian is that was funny. <laughs> mm. Like that's the number one. Uh, it's like Jeb Bush saying, "Applaud, please. yeah, please it's clap, like, yeah, stop, please, please clap." clap. Yeah, <laughs> it was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Because I, like, I have not thought about that in a long time. <laughs> I think about it every time I'm asking for applause, either at home or on stage. So I, 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 I really felt bad because there was a, a section with Barry uh, Keegan, I think is how you say his last name. They were talking about him showing his dick in Saltburn and comparing Barry Keegan's dick to Bradley Cooper's, Cooper's nose, nose prosthetic. Yeah, which was funny. It was a funny fucking joke, but it didn't go over well in the room because unfortunately it was in the midst of all these bad jokes that he was telling about Barbie, which was, that's where he really, really missed the mark. And privately, I would blame a writer's room for that because someone should say to him, like, that's not what Barbie was at all. And you shouldn't tell those jokes in this room maybe yeah. go on bar stool yeah. and tell those jokes no but to, Ro to margot robbie's face you know what i mean like right? and not only that but at an organization that has been very this was the comeback golden globes where they were supposed yeah. to be like diverse on every single level like this should have been the woke the wokest golden globes you ever saw yeah, sure. and in many ways it was but for he shouldn't have talked about barbie like that the only other thing i think that was bad for him was this this hor horrific joke he told about Taylor Swift, a 
was actually a funny joke, I thought. And as a comedian who recently told jokes about Taylor yeah. Swift and the NFL, again, I think it's just a joke that maybe didn't go over well because the whole thing wasn't going over well. And when I saw Taylor's reaction, I thought she was just being... I thought she was playing along. Like I no, thought it was a I hilarious. Think, yeah. I'm drinking the tea reaction. I no, don't think she was furious it, at all. No, I don't think she was either. And it's not even a mean joke. Mm -mm. Like it's like, not Oh, you're bit. so famous that everyone's filming you. It's not even a mean joke. And like, of course, everyone, anything, again, her influence is unparalleled. If she farts, it's like international news. So they she I just, think they would have given an award. They give it just, a globe. <laughs> she just existed in the room and like was her, her non reaction was because become news. But isn't it's this crazy. hilarious? It's I did. I didn't know until Saturday afternoon that the Golden Globes were even airing on Sunday, which is blasphemy for someone like me. No, or us. we were like, together the day <laughs> we were together the day of the Golden Globes. And I was like, Dominic, it's the Golden Globes tonight. Do you remember? And you were like, oh yeah, you're right. It's I'd already like forgotten from the day before. <laughs> and now it's like post Golden Globes and it's the only thing we can talk about. I just got an alert from time.com. It was like, here's everything that went wrong with Joe Coy's monologue. I'm oh like, you God. know what time.com Gaza, Israel, you stick yeah. to that. Don't, I don't need time telling me that's what we're here for. No, and time we lived magazine. it. Like, we lived How it. dare you? We lived it. We saw it. everyone saw it. Like we don't need to rehash it with you. Time magazine needs to stay in its fucking lane. And also if, if you're, you're too late. If you're, unless you're tweeting this time.com an hour after it happened, you don't get to pick a part of comedian, pick the person of the year, which Isn't of course so was Taylor Swift. So well, I guess yeah. never mind. That just yeah. invalidated no. everything I even said. Isn't it so funny that like even the most, you know, pretentious uppity, like you guys are pieces of garbage mm -hmm. media is now like Joe Coy's monologue. Blah, 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 blah. Like they could care less. They just want the fucking clicks. And look, so it funny. wasn't good. There were some good moments in it that will be overshadowed. On the whole, it was pretty bad. But people are lit are are literally acting like Joe Coy invented COVID. And it's like, you yeah. know what? <laughs> I know it's enough. Yeah. Enough. Yeah. It's been a day. Stop. Leave him alone. Also, it's the Golden Globes. It wasn't the Oscars. So, like, what did you That's expect? The th these don't even matter. I mean, the Golden Globes, I think all they do is just sort of get you ready for real award shows. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Now. The rest of the Golden Globes needs to be mentioned because from tip to tail, this was an unclitigated disaster as far as I am Un concerned. Unclitigated. I hate you. Happy New Year, bitch. <laughs> an unclitigated disaster. It was ever Okay. I have something to ask you. And you know Please. you've watched more award shows than me. Maybe this is an investigative podcast spinoff <laughs> that we can do. Okay. It drives me absolutely insane that these presenters do the same. Every presenter. God, I, I don't get it. You know exactly what I'm about to say. I don't they understand up, it. They yeah. go up. They say, film editing is a thing that is very important. Or like they give one line that like is relevant to the category. And then they pretend to break character and just go. So, you know, like Dominic, like, you know, you know, you have a holiday show. And so, uh, you know, editing, you know, editing, right? Like you're an editor and it's, 
One is it, it has never been funny, but like it is so overplayed and they do it award after award after award after award. And it is so unfunny to me. And I need to see like, I want to know the first time that ever happened. Isn't it bizarre? I mean, it's, it's so insane. It, it would seem to be the easiest thing to fix is to just have a writer come in there and say, hi, I've watched maybe two award shows and here's what's bad. No one cares about what these present. I mean, and really no one cares about it. And I like, it's not going to be a comedy bit, a tight comedy bit. Don't do it. And they, and it's, but it's that thing of like, it's that thing of like, look, it's a celebrity being a real person and they try it. 97% of the time. And the funniest presenters get ready. were Simu Liu and mm -hmm. Issa Rae. It was fantastic. Real lines that they went, this is a joke. Now then she jumps in and goes, I'm going to say a second joke. And then he's going to deliver a third joke on top of that second joke. They were the and best then they of the presented. night. They, they were, were the best. They, they were the best try the to be themselves and have like funny banter that's breaking from character. No. It drives me insane. I thought, and I, you know, I'm not always a Will Ferrell fan, but I thought Will Ferrell and Kristen Wiig, they're ridiculous their ridiculous presentation with the song cutting in, I thought was great. I no, thought it felt it like a breath of fresh air. Comedy. It was, it was, yes. I mean, nothing, nothing will ever listen to me right now, ever compare to when the two of them went up and they like, were like, we saw all the movies. We saw them. And then they're like, hope Springs. I, and they're like, remember she rides in on a tractor. <laughs> like they just did like a weird improv. And then they kept every single time. They're they a went, team. They, they, they were deliberately. You, you wanted that. Get right. out of here. And they like did that brings me to tears still today. And I know every single word of it. It's it is really the great. funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. Other than no, but truly everyone else. It was like, a, abs it was an unmitigated, uh, an unmitigated and unclitigated. It was unmitigated and unclitigated. Disaster. Litigated. Like, and that's not even on any of these that. people. That's on that is on the writers because it's like you've been doing this for twenty five years of this same shtick and it sucks. Now, when Andre Day and John Batiste went up there, I also enjoyed them because they seemed to be off script and I also looking real. at each other. I think, I think it was, that was real. real. I think that was really off script. Like and I think real. they were looking at each other and saying to themselves, we are the best part of the show yeah, so far tonight. Yes. And which was true is, at the time. What they wrote for us is absolutely fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Neither because of them actors, by the way, like they are, I, but like they're both musicians primarily. Primarily. Yes. I, I believe that the Golden Globes owes Angela Bassett an apology for pairing her with How Jared Leto and making, they? Her, <laughs> making her undergo and what seemed like a 15 minute bit with Jared Leto. I am all I thought when they were making Angela Bassett do this comedy bit was her as Queen Raimonda in Black Panther. All I could hear was her screaming, have I not given <laughs> everything? <laughs> Because hasn't she? Why do you make her the first presenter with fucking and, and humiliate the woman with yeah. Jared Leto? And the, it was a funny bit. It would have been a funny forty-five second bit, not a bit that started at eight ten and ended at eleven forty. Like enough. Was your phone exploding like mine was with people? People were posting it on Instagram, tagging us, saying, "How dare they do this to our girl?" 
like Joie's ruining this. Like right. it was, yeah, my phone was exploding already from just. It that. was, it was insane. Like it was as though everyone realized at the same time that the Golden Globes were on, and no one knew what to what to text during Joe Coy. But once Angela Bassett got out there, they were like, "Why is this happening? Why are you now trying to kill Angela Bassett? Why yeah. are you bringing her down with the Globes?" Oh, I forgot. I, I forgot that even happened. But God damn it! Like how dare they put him near her? The and, only thing we have left is her, by the way. Right. Well, this, on this planet. You know, I will <laughs> say also that I wish that both of them were naked and that I was in between them. I'm not even yeah. going to lie about it. Like that got me through that comedy bit because I would have sex with Jared Leto or Angela Bassett in front of your family, I might add. <laughs> um, but here's one. Here's the other thing about this room. I'm so angry about this. I don't know why. The, the staging, whoever set that room up, oh, every person that, that came up for an award had to play fucking Duck, Duck, Goose to get up to the stage. <laughs> what was going on? Dominic, it was Duck, Duck, Goose. You are so right. And and guess what? This happens every year. We forget. I, like, I felt like thing. this year was we egregious. Forget, no, it was especially bad. And guess what? When you fucking know that these people won the fucking awards, put them closer to the stage. Right. I know you don't want to, t you know, they're seated at the Globes by project. Like every, yeah, every project gets a sure. table. But like and when you know that like fucking, what's one of the movies that was like, nom like that one, what's the one? Poor Things, Past Not Lives. Past, like when you know Past Lives isn't winning anything, like put them, them into put the, in the parking lot. Yeah, you know right. what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, by the way, I saw Past Lives on a plane. <laughs> Maron. I felt like I lived eight of them while I was watching this movie. I could not. And you know, I'm an artsy fartsy frou frou bitch when it comes to Oscar films. Like I will watch and worship and defend anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard so much about Past Lives and no, I could not. I couldn't. But back to these globes because you cannot, and this is a television thing. This is an... I love the presenters being in the crowd. I love, I've always loved that sort of. Oh, look and they have them like sideways. In the round. I, yeah. Yeah. Well, you can see people behind them. I yeah, love I like that. that. But I really, I'm not trying to make an international incident about this, but the uh -oh. reason that the Globes went away <laughs> for a while was because of underrepresentation of oh, I know what you're minority say. groups in. And so for you to come back and you make it very clear that you do not know how to light people of color. It's a big fucking problem. And it's no, sort of, it is. It really it's an is industry problem as well. When it comes to hair and makeup and lighting and shooting people of color, there were moments there where there were, there were black presenters presenting with white presenters and you, 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 you had trouble seeing the black presenters. I can't believe I'm even saying that on this podcast. But no, it's bad. It's no, absolutely it true. Overall, it was really bad. Like at points, people were texting me being like, why is the camera so out of focus? Terrible. Like, it Terrible. was bad. And that one camera, when they walked up, you could see that it was a, a complete robo camera. No one was operating it. So it was all from the control room. And it's just like, no, get someone in there to just fucking turn the thing and like blast these people with light. Like what more could you, do you know what I'm saying? Right. I like, mean, what, you don't want to, you can't blow them out. Like, you know what I mean? It's like blast can't. them with light forever. It is when people in the industry talk about the microaggressions that people of color mm -hmm. have to go through. This is an actual live example True. of it. Because if you can see Andra Day, but you cannot see John Batiste, if they're not lit the same in a shot, you, you've done something 
wrong. wrong. Like they should have lit that specifically, or if they knew that it wasn't lit properly for people of color, they should have had them all present on the stage and look beautiful like Simu Liu and Issa Rae did. It was just... But they were still a, on the stage. It was a they wasted were, opportunity they and they turned. kept visiting it. It was they it was, turned sideways, is what it was. They were and still they on centered. that stage. Yeah, it was very weird. They turned sideways so that they could pan over to that that screen that had the the like title of whatever the award was. Right. And then they would turn forward and then you would see them like we normally see them. Right. They were in the same spot, but then it's like, okay, but then like light for that when you're gonna turn that like the you still need to light them. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's not I, mean, I almost yeah. wanted Meryl Streep no, to hold up her phone and just like yeah. light them with that. Yeah. Like yeah. someone help these people. Like what we do when we're like, oh we need more light on our like selfie that we're <laughs> the thing, it's yeah. like you're writing a horrible bit for them and you're not even gonna light them fucking properly. Yeah. It's like why don't you just tell them that they don't matter and throw the awards at their faces like why no. do this at all it's so and ridiculous. we're the only yeah every listener's like huh like no one sees that except for us but no it was terribly lit very weird and the whole the thing of the, the walking up there like honestly just find a bigger place to do it if it's it was, that big of a deal or invite less people don't bring the fans in here don't let the hollywood forum press come don't even do plus ones just have a smaller them. table have the table, actual table, not be as big. Yeah. Look, they have yeah. tables at the SAG Awards and no one's got a problem moving yeah. up and down there. You can think of the widest celebrity you can. They're not knocking anyone over coming up and back. Yeah. Can you, it's, it can be done. If you need Ugh. to still have it at the Beverly Hilton, which that is where it was, right? At the yes. same old place. Yeah. They stuffed as many people in there as possible. As they could. Was, <laughs> yeah. I mean, because they wanted everyone to attend. And that like was the sardines. first thing I said. Well, when my friend Mark texted me on Saturday, he's like, you know, the Globes are tomorrow. I said, are celebrities going? And not only did celebrities go, I mean, like literally everyone but Beyonce was there last night. Everyone yes. showed up. Taylor Swift was there. Taylor Swift was there and nominated for best cinematic blowjob or whatever that new award Dominic, was. I couldn't believe it. How have we it. been sitting here for 20 minutes and not talked about the fact that they stole your idea uh, yeah, I know. you gave to the Academy? Yep. You gave the Academy Awards the idea I sure did. when you fixed sure them. Did. And I believe the fourth episode of this podcast that they should do best picture should have the like top five gr most grossing films. Mm -hmm. And they if did this that, basically. Rebecca Bregman was doing a dance of joy last night <laughs> because she, because you like, she says everyone's listening to this podcast and that is definitive proof. If I, I, I am look, if I can save the golden globes, it would be my pleasure. I would like to write and host it next year. I'm, I was sort of joking about that at the beginning of the podcast, and I think I'm not kidding about it now. <laughs> I think let's make this podcast popular enough that I'm the obvious choice to host next year. Yeah. Um, and just, but the other thing is too, is when something is massively and very publicly bad like this, people start crawling out of the woodwork to be total idiots about how bad it was. And, you know, people are like, what? they should have had Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. They should have had blah, blah, blah. All right, everyone calm down. All of the people that you wanted to host the Golden Globes were asked to do it, and yeah. they all turned <laughs> they, it down. Said no. All the people, like Joe Coy, admits he was not the first choice. He was like the literally the one hundredth choice to do it. So, but he does get props, by the way, for even doing it because you he knew before even doing it, it was 
no. fucking thankless. And he's not a host. Has he ever hosted anything? I don't know. Like, of uh, this maybe, level? No. Maybe a dinner party. I have no not, idea. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> but, like, truly, like, hosting. Okay, so all this to say, <laughs> <laughs> hosting is hard. And I wrapped it up with a bow. We can now move on with our lives. We can, but I have, I, you know I have to say one more Globes-related thing about okay. what we texted about earlier. This is what I'm leading oh. to about people are staying the stupidest shit. And okay. even celebrities say stupid shit. Okay, I forgot about this. <laughs> Deidre Hall, who has played Marlena on Days of Our Lives since 1844. Facebooks last night because, of course, she Facebooked it because Friendster wasn't available. She wrote, I'm reading this word for word. The Globes Globes host, Joe Coy, is a complete embarrassment to himself and the ah. Academy. Skip it. Okay. First of all, Dr. Marlena Evans. It's the Golden Globes, not the Globes Globes. I'm sure it was a typo and that you weren't drunk watching at home because you didn't get invited, <laughs> number one. Number two, the Academy does not run the Golden Globes. Um, <laughs> an embarrassment to him. No, I don't know. You know, I, you gotta, this This is, you are someone who has played Satan on a daytime drama. And you're calling this man an embarrassment. Sit down, Deidre Hall. Let the gay guys talk about pop culture. You just go, and I believe you, your storyline was also you there, you levitated over a bed and had an exorcism. <laughs> That's an embarrassment. Don't come for comedians if you're going to do what you do. I rest my case, Your Honor. Like, I'm open for anyone can make fun, but you don't come out of Days of Our Lives and start making fun of a comedian. How dare you? <laughs> an embarrassment. Okay, I Satan. I want you. <laughs> okay. I and you know that dinner. obviously I had never seen the scene where she was Satan and I Googled it and the first thing that popped up was the most you insane thing that I have ever seen in my life. And I sent it to all of you immediately and you just all went, yep. <laughs> yeah, we saw it. She's an embarrassment to herself and the Academy. <laughs> the 80s and the 90s were really a wild, wild west. She levitated. It's a famous daytime moment. Like Dear it was God. where daytime dramas in general jumped the shark because she was possessed by the devil and levitated. I need you to guess how many episodes of Days of Our Lives she's been in. Okay, so I'm going to guess that the show's been on for 60 years. She's probably been on it since, at least since I was a kid. So I'm going to get, oh, well, but I read online she was on it for 46 years. So I'm going to say... She's been on 5,000 episodes. 5,156 episodes. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, my God. According to uh, IMDb. I just, all I did was was multiply 46 by 100, and then I was like, let's just pump it up a little bit because she's probably on more than that because she's a lead. Good for you, Deidre Hall. You better get the steady work. Let's see. This lady is, she is 76 years old. Oh, no yeah. wonder she gives her opinions to everybody. She's old. That's old <laughs> yeah. people do that. Never mind, Deidre. You MySpace yourself, girl. We'll see you. You hear right. He was an embarrassment. Well, I love Satan. I love Satan. We love Satan on this podcast. <laughs> All right. Speaking oh, of God. Satan, we now go in the other direction <laughs> to God. No, I'm not going to call her Satan. She's an American hero now. You can't say She's anything a, bad about her. An American hero. Go ahead. I'm saluting. I'm saluting Gypsy her. Gypsy Rose Blanchard. 
who oh. I believe is oh captain, my captain, inevitably going to be Joe Biden's vice presidential pick <laughs> once the convention rolls around. This- Dominic, she has long, like lasting fame in the palm of her hand right this now. Is, this is she is it. She, she is twenty twenty four. But this is a tipping point. She what she does with this will like change all of our lives or just change her life. Like, do you know what I'm saying? Uh huh. She has the opportunity right now to become Paris Hilton level iconic reality star. Yeah. I mean, I've told my mother, I'm getting a little too old to not be famous, so you better watch your step because I'll do what I need to. If this is what, if this is what it takes to get me on the view, I will bump you off, Barbara. I mean, I mean it's, to, it's crazy. to have to have a view performance like that where Joy Behar is going, you didn't do anything wrong, and she goes, no, I did. Like she's that's but that's the, the, no that's one thinks really she did good anything about wrong. Her. She's like. No, I murdered my mother. Like she is not at all trying to cover up for that at all or say that it wasn't her fault or she, her mom deserved it, blah, blah, blah. She's like, no, I did something wrong and had to pay for it. However, here I am. And I'm yeah. like fucking I don't, titillated. I, I think she, I don't believe that she actually believes that, but I think she is smart as a whip for saying it publicly. I think she yeah. knows oh, yeah. and believes her mother deserved it. She doesn't think she did anything wrong, but you know, she's got a, she's clearly parlaying this. No, I think she has, reg- I think she regrets. I think she regrets it. I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't but know the woman, but I do know I she mean, killed who- her mother. So <laughs> I know, um, I know that about her personality. And when my personal queen, Anna Navarro leaned over and went, Murder is wrong, Joy. <laughs> it was like the best shit of my life. I love Anna Navarro. She Truly. is unhinged in the absolute best way ever. But really, the whole, the, the biggest story about Gypsy Rose is her telling people.com when people are trolling her husband, she responds with the D, D is, is fire. fire. All right, Gypsy. I mean, Be look, honest. she's been in a women's prison for seven years. I would think, you know, I would think an inch would be like fire for her after that, but okay, go with it. She's it's doing fine. everything right. She's doing yeah. everything right. It's beautiful to watch. How does and it, not for nothing. Have I we advised her us. and I forgot about it? Why is no, she doing so I, well? well? No one does this well. We're gonna we're gonna fix her. It might not be because she needs fixing, but like here's how you could become an international sensation forever. Like that I kind know. of fixing. She fix us. We're gonna fix, but we need to let the dust settle first. But. All this to say, when I tell you, the fa- I'm mad at us because she's posting where she is in New York City all weekend. Did you or I even decide to like wait no. outside of Harry Potter and the Cursed Child to hope that she comes out and like wait? Meet her? Was all this happening while we were out at dinner last night? No, no, no. This is oh like my before. God. No, please, are you horrible. Dominic? What am I, an idiot? I, I would have been. <laughs> would have been like we we're going to dinner. eat. <laughs> we're going to eat at the Dave and Buster's in Times Square, right next to. Well, let's not go too far. <laughs> That she was, Busters. Do you ever have to walk through there when you're seeing something at the uh, AMC Empire 25 and you have to no, go out I, the alternate exit and you walk through Dave and Buster's? Is it, it a hellscape? It it makes you want to move to another country. There's absolutely <laughs> really? no doubt. It makes you it, it makes you hate the United States. Oh God. But I won't even digress. That is but all this to say, she, I like the fact that she was in our backyard and we didn't even try to stalk her is upsetting. She'll be back. She'll be, she'll be back and we'll be working for her eventually. Yeah. No, um, I, the other, I pray. I pray. 
The other young woman who's captured America's hearts, of course, uh, is Natalia Grace. And I think most of you know who she is, but mm -hmm. she is the woman, well, now woman, but she woman, is the girl. Because, right. okay, who, everyone's been saying like, watch it, watch it, watch it. She's come out and been like, I'm like 75, right? No, I believe that the DNA tests have proven that she was a kid at the time she claimed to be a kid. No. Yes, yes, that's what the last one was. Like now she's only like... 19 or 20 and i guess the mother was the the villain in this the whole time this is no she was adopted by a couple who insisted that she wasn't a child and she was just a dwarf adult pulling a scam and i believe it turns out now that she was actually a child at the time they did like either a bone density test but or maybe they cut her open oh and counted God. the rings. I have no fucking idea, but <laughs> she's not like based on what they said, she's supposed to be 35 now. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. so, no. <gasps> and then someone texted me that I should play this father in the TV movie version. And I looked oh, him up well. and well, I cut myself after. Uh, I we, oh, I'm um, Dominic. Don't I cut myself. That. <laughs> I looked at him and I said, I have a friend who thinks this is what I look like. I, okay, I well, I'm a running a photo on it. I'm running to watch this now because it's like two seasons in each episode. I've had my mouse over it, hovering over it multiple times and then been like, I can't dive into this like 10 hours of television that I'm going to try to accomplish in one day. But now I'm running to it. There's, we're going to have to breeze through a couple of things. Big, big theater news this week. It all came out mm -hmm. in like one day last week. Nicole Scherzinger is in fact bringing Pussycat Boulevard to Broadway at the end of this calendar year. I cannot we're, urge we're going in tuxedos. We're going in I tuxedos. I cannot urge you enough to see it. It was fantastic. She is unhinged. On the same day, like within 30 minutes, we find out that there is talk that Audra McDonald will be assuming the role of Mama Rose in a revival of Gypsy. This, that was smelling salt worthy. This should stop the world from turning. I mean, it's that. Dominic, I will important. be there night one yeah. with bells on. And you know, finally, I know every, you know that I know every single word to Gypsy, right? I, <laughs> you have said that on this podcast before. And each time I tell you, I, I cannot think of anything you would say that would surprise me less. Less. <laughs> I feel like you and I, you are like, I am Mama Rose and yeah, you and are I could be Louise. Yeah, I could be. Right. Yeah, I know her whole striptease. I could do it. I do it at karaoke well, all because the time. I'm 20 years older than you. I'm going to be <laughs> dead when this podcast is finally a hit and you're going to go on and live the life I always wanted. We literally are that family. <laughs> I know we are the two of them. <laughs> Listen, and Hassan Photoshop is Herbie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wait, Listen, Herbie is Photoshop. supposed to be my husband. Well, I know, but it's regardless. That, that's a role yet to be cast. Move on. <laughs> Listen, Photoshop us as Mama Rose and Gypsy Rose Lee. There's not going to be. You're a shoe in for the fixie this year. Okay? That you'll, win, you'll win the 2024 <laughs> fixie for best Photoshop. Just saying. Um, but the third, the, the trilogy of Broadway um, glory comes with the, the Christina Aguilera produced musical of burlesque will be bowing in Manchester, England this June. They have an opening night. I mean, I cannot think of Dominic. a better reason to go to Manchester, but we'll fucking be there. We I will got my passport be ready. 
How do you travel with hats? Because you wear a lot of wide-brimmed hats, and I'm curious, are you bringing a hat box on a plane? Now, I make sure that I have crushable hats. I buy the crushable Stetson hats. Mm -hmm. They are felt. You can roll them up, and they will keep their shape unless they're like like that for days and days and days. I've never heard of such a thing, honestly. So that's the key, and I just stuff underwear in the head part of it, and I put it flat in my suitcase and then pack around it. That's really amazing because yeah. I'm looking at pictures of your hats now on your Instagram. They do not look, they look like solidly brimmed no, they're, hats. No, those Stetsons are only a hundred some, like a little over a hundred dollars and they are worth every single penny. Wow. And they're way cheaper than the ones that are like the really nice ones that are hundreds and hundreds of dollars. And they have like, they're durable. They're not like, like, you know. Like some of those hats, it's like if you sit on it the wrong way, it's going to break in half. Right. You're ruined. These you could roll. You can truly flatten and put in your backpack and take back out and it'll be fine. I love that. Because that is your look. If you don't know what Chris looks like, you should know that he wears hats. There's also a a tote bag that now has like a thing on the side for hat. Like I want a hat bag. Like in theory, I want like a hat box, but like. Do I really need a hat box? But there's tote bags that have a thing that you can put your hat on the side of it now, and I want one of those. If someone sits next to me on a plane and they put a hat box um, underneath their seat when they fall asleep, I uh, I kick Go their in hat it. box. No, I kick it. <laughs> Are you serious? I just give it a little kick because it annoys me. I don't know why. It's just okay. like, why well, are you bringing? Why are you bringing one article of clothing that's going to take a box yeah. <laughs> on a plane? You should. You just yeah. shouldn't do it. FedEx. No, it. I know. I I'm like, oh, this would be like chic, but like, why would I have this just to put a hat in? <laughs> you know what's great? What I should do next time is try to take the hat out of the box and wear it while they're <laughs> so when they wake up, I'll be wearing the hat. Oh, I'm going to do that. And you're going to go, what? (laughs) What are you, sir? (laughs) I was sleepwalking and I went in your hat box. Um, Speaking of sleepwalking, this will be the weakest segue of the hour. Speaking of sleepwalking, I wish Jeremy Allen White would sleepwalk into Into your bed, (laughs) my bed and my butt with those Calvin Klein ads, honey. Yeah, it was was a shot across the bow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And someone that I'm friends with had the nerve to say, but he's short. He's like 5'8". And I looked at her and I was like, he wouldn't fuck you either way. It doesn't really matter (laughs) on a phone book or not. How dare you insult the the diminutive uh, as one of those myself. He is... he looked much hotter no, in these great. Calvin Klein ads than he does on the bear is what I was Well, say. I mean, back in the day on Shameless, like he was hot. Like when he was banging like his girlfriends and Shameless, like up oh, against see, like a I refrigerator. Shameless. Oh no, he it. was hot. He was younger, but he was like a little hottie. Like I we I've known that this person exists right. in him. And so he's delivered. I'm glad that he's back because he looks great. Um, the Jeffrey Epstein docs. I mean, this is a story that changes every day. So maybe by the time this airs who the the Pope's name will be in there. I have no idea, but as of us recording it, it it appears as though there are tapes of Donald Trump and Bill Clinton having sex with people. I I just, I don't know. I feel like if those tapes existed, someone would have published them already. And like show them to us. Like let's, I'm done with all this. Like, remember when it was like, when the, when the lists come out, like everyone's going to be fucked. And then they Mm -hmm. came out and like nothing happened. 
Like no, these people the only being way we got charges against? The, no, no. The only way we yeah. got fucked was with the Golden Globes this week. Still nothing yeah. from Epstein. Still nothing. And I'm listen, like prosecute these people if that's if something happened, like you do, do it. it. Yeah, do it. Like, well, I'm not here to be like, no, it didn't happen. Like, I'm sure shit happened. But like, we, okay, let's go. Come on. Because now all the news stories are like, oh, Epstein's assistant says this is the one that's going to rock the world. It's like, you can that was four that lists so many ago. times. Right. And didn't we know everyone that I was like, oh, like we knew every person. Right. Like we knew Naomi Campbell was on the yeah. plane. This like, couldn't be. Knew that. It couldn't be more American, this story. It's like, this man (laughs) is accused of raping hundreds of women. He kills himself and one woman goes to jail. So that's, that's how this, that's the most American story you could possibly come up with. Why Um, isn't she doing, why isn't she doing like a, a Gypsy Rose situation I, where she's, I think why she's afraid she that not? people are going to kill her we'll family. She's kill got her. to be yeah. like, he's dead, girl. Say everything and get out of jail. Maybe why they're is, not why not? It to her. I don't know. Why not? Because maybe just she likes jail. You know no, what? There's a they lot want... less pressure in jail when you're looking. I mean, you know, you have to like stay warm and all that shit, but God, with nothing on your to-do list except like bounce a basketball around and eat some McRib or whatever you do in jail seems kind of nice to be honest. I wish I had a McRib. (laughs) I'd like to get instead of going to vacation next time, I'm going to go to jail just for a week. So I need to think of nothing. I want everything planned for me. It's fantastic. No, I think think she's like terrified for her safety is what I really and her family. I think someone probably said, if you open your mouth, we'll kill your family. It's got to be the only reason. Yeah. Um, Speaking of fucked up families, uh, the Britney Spearses of Louisiana we're just hearing reports of many people are writing songs. Okay, whoa, 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 yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. We don't just speak about her without her introduction. <gasps> I'm so sorry, Chris. Go ahead. Brittany watch. Oh, baby, baby. Hi, y'all. I don't believe I forgot <laughs> to do it. I'm not even stoned today. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of well-known people are writing and delivering songs to Britney Spears, and she is still claiming she is done with the music industry. Well, <gasps> when Char- when it said Charlie XCX was going to be writing music for her, I'm surprised Hassan is still alive. Because when that broke, I'm, I thought that would be what took him out, honestly, like of just pure joy. Mm. And... She came on Instagram and was like, don't believe one thing that you read about me making music. I will never make music again. I don't know. I don't know. Everyone's got a price. I don't think she wants, I don't think she has any desire. I don't think that she, and now you're really going to like wreck me for it. I don't think that she has the like relationship to her fame that like other, most other pop stars do. I'll agree with that. Like she is performing for her equals her dad. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. I mean, I guess she, I mean, I, I guess she's said in the book and by she, I mean the three people that wrote it for her. I, I, I guess so, the three you, people that wrote it for her have really framed I'm, it as I'm though her too. career in and of itself was a hostage situation. So yes. maybe it is just one book, but I'm, I've heard things online that people really want that second book out because she's still got shit to say. You're the only, again, I say it every I'm time you bring it up. the only person? You're the only person I hear being like, the second book, like we're, the all of us Britney heads are like, not even. Brit heads? We don't even know anything about, we're like, what book? All right, well, we'll see. Maybe after her dad dies, because he's already like legless and can't breathe and all sorts <laughs> of other nonsense. 
I, karma took care of him. I mean, it's I, in real time, you're seeing him pay the price for what he did to his daughter. <laughs> I'm not saying you're supposed to be happy about it, but you know, Gypsy, oh, Gypsy Blanchard's mother, you know, James Spears or whatever the fuck his name. I mean, you know, these are people that are paying for their mistakes Jimey. in the digital age. Yeah. Well, speaking I mean, we of gotta people go. paying for their mistakes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Justin, Justin, we've we've waited a full year to bring your shaggy ass on this show. And now the time is. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at Burrow.com slash ACAST. That's Burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. All right, you know her, you love her. Aaron Bagwell is back. Royalty. FFP royalty. royalty. Yeah. A Aww. whole a whole category at the Fixie Awards presented by her. I was so delighted to find out that I was presenting and it felt right mm-hmm. while I was listening. One and of next, our first guests as well. And, and next year you will be literally presenting the award. I'm picking out my gown. Yeah. As we speak, I like to really plan ahead. I'm a planner, so I'll be there. I'll be stomping the Zoom carpet or whatever. <laughs> the Zoom carpet. So excited when Chris said you were coming back, particularly to to fix someone so well known, so incendiary, so needlessly polarizing mm. as Justin Bieber. I'm so excited about the next few minutes. I, I don't know what to say. I'm plotting. It's fantastic. I know. I'm a, I'm a little nervous. I'm coming in as like the problematic man apologist. Ooh, interesting. But here yeah. I am, you know, I'm ready to, I'm well, ready to stand in my truth. There Speaking are two of that, old women host this podcast. So yeah. you would be the most masculine one here. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of that, I need you to take a sip of your Paloma. I need you to smell your clitorally candle that you are burning, that you showed us you are, oh that Hell is lit. Yeah. Did and not then, know where that was going. When you said smell and then formed the C word, I was like, what <laughs> is Chris doing? <laughs> and then I need you to tell the listeners about when you met. Tom Sandoval at Bravo. I was too tired to go out after this. Chris, I can't, I can't believe you weren't there for it all. Aaron, I would have ruined it. We were in Las Vegas for BravoCon. I would have ruined it. I would have ruined it. Because I would have said, hi, I'm Chris. I'm the supervising producer of Real Hostess in New Jersey. Nice to meet you. That's fine. I said nothing to him. Okay. So anyway, I go home because I'm too tired after dinner. We go to dinner. Then dinner. you're wearing a bathing suit. <laughs> I cannot pack properly, so I didn't have enough going out tops for Vegas. So I decided my bathing suit could maybe pass as like a bodysuit. 
Which it did. So, okay. So I'm wearing a bathing suit and like a kimono with my jeans. Okay. Hang on. I need to set the stage further. Is this a one piece or a two piece? Like a bikini? Oh, one, one piece. <laughs> no, a string oh, bikini top. This isn't okay. selling sunset. It's <laughs> a, why a one piece. Is this, are we like a 1920s bathing suit with a matching doily type this hat? This is like or... a deep, deep plunge. Oh, like okay. we're giving a lot of breath. We're there. My what, mother what had to crop out my my chest in all the photos she sent our family of me with the celebrity (laughs) what color is it black oh okay yeah so So like a classic black you know yeah so but at the restaurant it said like no swimwear like at the restaurant (laughs) so aaron was like a restaurant has to post a sign like that well we were in las vegas we were in las vegas (laughs) it was fancy it was like our nicest restaurant and i was like (laughs) Not wearing a bathing suit. And so Aaron walked in and goes, I'm not wearing a bathing suit. (laughs) That became like our inside joke and we would like die laughing at. Anyway, she's Uh, in a bathing suit. She she leaves the restaurant. I go home to go to sleep. So a group of us said, should we go to the restaurant where we think like the B-list celebs are? Not the housewives, but like your Scandivals, your Southern Charms, you know, your Yachties. Right. And so we drive to that hotel. We get John, we get out of the taxi. I am opening the doors of the taxi and I lock eyes with Tom Schwartz. Okay, not Sandoval, Schwartz. Now I turn around because I can't face him. I'm having a conniption. Well, sure. (laughs) And then then the gals surround me and I say, he's here. Schwartz is here. He's here. And I'm just like, I'm in the Schwartz of it all. And then somebody says, Aaron, he's standing next to Tom. And Sandoval was with him. So then I'm like, I've left, my body has left my soul. I mean, the whole thing, I'm just really going through it. And, um, and, and God love them. The gals we were with really engaged for me. Cause I was not physically Ready. able to banter or, or talk or, you know, I've never been so starstruck in my life. And I really could have collapsed on the floor at that yeah. moment. And you've met Oprah. Um, I can't believe met- you even remember most of it, to be honest with you. <laughs> like oh, you've yeah. been like you have touched Oprah's body and this yeah. is what's happening. Okay. Continue. I would have yeah. blacked out several minutes in like ago in the story. Like I think I, I mean, would have passed out at Schwartz, to be honest. I, I Dom, Schwartz and I, and I only mas- mentioned my breasts earlier because Schwartz and I made a, an electrical connection. And I felt like, wow, am <laughs> I I needed to pause it for a moment. Look. I was like, what? Dominic was stunned by that <laughs> sentence. So I'm like, have I put my money on the wrong Tom? And that's something that I have to sit with every day mm-hmm. and that I'm working through. And, you know, I'm talking to my therapist about because <laughs> I now I feel like maybe I'm a Schwartz girl. What do I know? I mean, he takes more shit than he should is what I'll say about about Mr. Schwartz. I, I think he know. takes more shit than he's he does. Anyway, okay. Moving on, moving but... along. So, so you're talking to Schwartz. <laughs> I'm talking to Schwartz. I'm talking to Sandoval. I tell Sandoval I love him and he thinks I'm joking. Like he thinks I'm, you know, doing a bit or like making fun of Why? him. So he's a bit, he's a bit crass. He's a bit okay. standoffish, which is, you know, fine. Fair enough. Fair is fair. So really, that's it. They they went to a cocktail bar. We got our pictures. They were Schwartz was lovely. He wanted to like move in with all of us. He's like, take me away. Let's start a new life. I mean, he was so, he was very charming. Wait, and didn't you say I'm not wearing a bathing suit? And he went, what? <laughs> 
I did tell. He goes, I love your kimono. And I said, I'm not wearing a bathing suit. Oh, my God. <laughs> is it, Please, is that part of it true? <laughs> yes. I swear to God, Dom. I, I am just, my brain is, my tongue, I'm no, like a she cartoon didn't know what character. To say. Like, she had to, like, go to a just, joke because she was, like, having a If you're not at break. a beach, what kind of restaurant says no swimwear? <laughs> Were you at the Lost City of Atlantis? It was like, Las what? Vegas, I don't even... Dominic. You can just walk in from whatever fucking pool you're at to go to a casino <laughs> to then go to this restaurant That's that was true. next to a fucking... Why. Chris Angel Mind Freak Theater. Like, that's where we're at. Listen, I have to say something before I forget, because in our intro, we talked about the Golden Globes and we did leave something out. And you just reminded me that Oprah Winfrey rolls up in here and she's like the size (laughs) of, she's like from Lilliput at this point. (laughs) Like Oprah Winfrey now looks like Kuvenjanae Wallace. And I can't, I can't, I'm confused. It was like a child was presenting Best Picture. She's 69 (laughs) years old. She's not just on Ozempic. There are... Dwarves in her wig holding her, holding it all back. I don't know what's happening there. Obviously, she's the richest lady in the world. She should look like this, but I found it unsettling. I felt like it was mm-hmm. time machine material. Like she, was, yeah, like she's mastered time travel. And we Do you just feel like she right, like Walt Disney's frozen, she... like Walt Disney's frozen head is in her closet, and she's advancing yeah. <laughs> that technology, and she's never going to die. Oh, she's well, just going to well. run for office. Go ahead, Erin. I'm sorry. Do, no, Dom, do you think she looked good as this, you know, mystical? I do. Like, do yeah, that's think, the no, thing. I don't know no, why I'm great. so unsettled, but she looked too great. You know she what I mean? Yeah. Like, okay, okay. it went beyond what someone is her age is, what someone her age Should is look supposed like. to yeah. do. <laughs> like, it just went. She I mean, if any, but you're right, though. If anybody should look that good, it's Oprah, it's Oprah. and Cher. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Anyway, I was unsettled by it. God bless her, but I'm still, I was unsettled. We're reeling. We're we're reeling. Much like, Aaron, much like you were reeling when you met the Toms, he's reeling right now about Oprah. Continue. I'm still not recovered, so. What? So then they leave them and Aaron calls me and it's like, what, 10 (laughs) o'clock? Like, it's not that long after. Yeah. Like, but I'm like laying in bed and then I get a phone call and I'm like, oh no, like something has happened. Like, I'm scared. So I answer Mm. the phone and I'm like, hello? And she tells me this whole story and I'm like, what? What's like screaming out loud? I can't believe you didn't just throw on like a nightshirt and run down. But it was already there. over. It was already over. It was already I over. I know, and- but then I hate to tell you, Chris, the night wasn't over. And I met I many more slebs and I partied hard with oh. the Southern Charm cast and we're all best friends. Oh, and yes. I was buying oh, drinks. Or- I felt like I was dropped into an episode. We were doing shots. It was outrageous. And was then I remember, I remember saying to you on the phone, I said, and you went, I'm not okay. I'm not okay. And I went, and I was like, oh my God, I thought you guys like had gotten in a, into an accident or something had happened. Like I thought I had to come get you. I'm glad that you're okay. And you go, no, I'm not okay. And <laughs> never will be. Um, oh God. Be. We have to get to the topic at hand. I know, I'm this, sorry. This was this hour seven of the show and we still haven't fixed anyone. <laughs> that that but that story needed to be I told. Feel I feel healed so from yeah. this. So thank you for the space to share. No, it. we've been yeah. wanting for you to tell this story on the air for a long time. And I'm thrilled you're here for a million reasons, but chiefly that. I wish that you had ridden his mustache, but I still have <laughs> in my dreams. And that's all there is yeah. to it. Well, he lost the mustache for BravoCon. I saw that. Still a fan. Yeah. Still a fan. I mean, gorgeous. Both of them. Stunning. Little angels. And right after that happened, she was like, guys, I think I'll like him again. Like, she turned (laughs) so quick. Like, she was like, guys, I see it. I'm sorry. Like, she's back on the sauce. Yeah. All right. Listen, we've got to get to this week's- Okay. We're uh, moving on. We're moving on. This week's client. His name- 
is Justin oh, Bieber. What's his middle name? As we are starting off for the first time in 2024, as you both know, Chris and our guest this week, Dame Erin Bagwell, will have to guess the middle name of our fixie, Justin Bieber. And as a surprise to Chris, which he doesn't even know, I'm introducing a new feature this year. Uh-oh. For season two. Multiple choice. Before, <laughs> before you guess what the middle name is, I'm going to tell you what it should have been. And so mm. Justin Bieber's middle name should be, and I think we all know this, Lorraine. It should obviously be <laughs> Justin Lorraine Bieber. It is not Lorraine. Chris, Aaron, please submit your guesses for Justin Bieber's middle name. Okay, was Lorraine a hint or was that just a joke? Lorraine was not a hint at all. I think okay, that Justin Bieber himself looks like he should be named Lorraine, named which Lorraine. is why I want that to be the middle name. I think it's not James, but it's like in the James family. It is. It is just, not elaborate at all. It is just. That's what I'm saying. It's a normal, regular, degular name. Yep. <laughs> to quote regular, Leanna <laughs> Inzarillo, regular, degular name. Um, it is, it is one syllable. Oh, fuck. Yeah, let's have Justin Scott Bieber. Aaron, do you have any guesses? I know what it is. Oh, I love when you guys are honest about it. I'm so sorry. If I had to guess, I would have said Paul. I would have said Paul if I guessed. I would have just guessed and uh, lied about it. Justin (laughs) Drew Bieber. God damn it. I was so Drew doesn't make any sense, though. That doesn't feel. It's it's not family Drew. You know what I mean? Like Drew, Mm. I thought, was already... um, a short name, like a Drew, what is like a first name for someone whose actual name is Andrew. It's sort of a yeah, nickname. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's a little bit weird. Well, in in keeping with Justin Bieber, who is just a man of so many mysteries and complexities, and uh, I did say a man, which I still think is weird because he's like eleven to me, and I think always. Always will be. When my daughter and I played um, Baby Baby, she was like, play that girl song. And I was like, oh, <laughs> play a ma. And then she, <laughs> she was Definition. like, no, mom, no, 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 no. And I was like, well, you know, whatever they are, you know, then I'm trying to like, you know, millennial parent that situation out of it. But yeah. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of feminine energy from JB. I'm going to say wow. something positive about this mofo to lead off. You know, he's a child star. And is now fixing to be, and this is how old you are, America. On March 1st of this year, Justin Lorraine Bieber is going to be 30 <laughs> years old. Three zero. That's how old you are. So wait, Justin Bieber wow. and our podcast have the same birthday. Is that what you are telling oh me my right now? God. Our podcast launched on March 1st. Wow. We yeah, launched on March. Justin Drew Lorraine Bieber's 29th <laughs> birthday. Wow. I will say this. He's already old enough that he should have fallen victim to the child star curse. And he has not. Like, he's done some very fucked up things, but he is still alive. He is still a person who can sell tickets. Um, yeah. That's if you better than most. The, if you want to use the word musician in quotes, he's also one of those. Um, he, and he's married and it seems to be sort of stable. So 
there's no sort of skid row different strokes moment happening with this child no. star. Like he seems to be an adult and, and I don't think I'm wrong, but his last CD, are we calling them albums? What do I call music? A music bag was uh, in 2020 and it went <laughs> to number one playlist right away. You know, it's just, no, he his- had stuff in 20. 20- no, you said 2021. Oh, I said 2020, yeah. yeah, which I thought was when that duet came no. out with Ariana. No? No, 2021, he had a whole album. And Peaches and Stay. Oh, that's all from 2021? Yeah, I mean, well, who cares, but sure. <laughs> um, but yes, it oh, is. Oh, he's very tattooed. Yes, well, that's, that's okay, so. Was. So before we get to the tattoos, let's go. So I'll, we all know the story. I mean, it's not, this isn't fucking Ellen DeGeneres, but we're throwing back to like the early 90s. He right. is discovered by Usher on YouTube. He has an album. It's okay. He then does a song, Baby Baby with Ludacris, that then explodes all over the world. And he becomes an absolute international celebrity at like what? How old? Probably like 10 or 11, was I thought, he? wasn't he? Like very young. He was 16 during Baby Baby. Okay. So I'm looking at these photos of him. I mean, really, as a child, he truly, and I mean nothing by this, he just looks like a cast member on the L word. He he really does. Like, he could have been any one of those women. Well, you, to be fair, we really favored that little swoop haircut. There was a lot of emo sure energy, and that was sexy. You know, no we wanted our, our boys and girls' jeans and, you know, in that little swoopy side part. But now, as a 29-year-old adult, I'm looking at tour pictures of him shirtless from 2022, and it is truly serving vanilla ice, like, from tip to tail. Ah, The backwards hat. It's it's all of that. It's all of that, which might be his future, actually. I don't know. As an exterminator? Is that what what uh, Mr. Van Winkle is <laughs> doing now? I think so. He's like yeah, he he's got like a funny him. like a Discovery show where he does bug stuff or something. Oh, bless him! I mean, we all I mean, got to make money. Yeah, he's still sure. on TV. I can say that much. You yeah, know? yeah, good for him. But so Justin explodes. He's a child. <laughs> he becomes a humongous celebrity. He then has a he has like multiple albums. Never say never. He has a concert movie. His fans become the Beliebers, which is a great name for it a is fan a great race. one. Great one. Um, and then we, you know, all of like millennial aged people and up are like bracing for when he's going to like try to be sexy right? because we know it's coming. Mm. And as that starts to happen, he starts to like get in fights with people, punch the paparazzi, spit on his fans. Pee in a mop bucket. Yeah. Pee in a mop bucket. Destroy like- Selena Gomez. Yeah, I'm 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 holding that back until later. But like, like, you know, being that like rambunctious celebrity that then becomes like, oh, I'm going to get in a f- that Shia LaBeouf slash mm. Colin Farrell. One of those I love. One of those I hate. Like person that's like, I'm going <laughs> to get in a angst. fight. Yeah. Yeah. Like he like, got in a fight with his neighbor. He like hit a paparazzo that was trying to take a picture of him with his car. Like a lot of bad shit and kind of was just acting out because when he was a child, he was a celebrity performing. Right. And now he's like, I'm going to have delayed children. You know, I'm having arrested development. I'm going to be a 16 year old now that I'm like really successful and pee in a mop bucket. Cause it's funny. And like, <laughs> I don't know. It was bad. I mean, those are kid things. I mean, he was a kid doing kid things. Yeah. I, I know who I amongst suppose. us, who amongst? Who amongst? Who amongst? But yeah. what I will say is that when I was going through his music, I'm like, 
<laughs> that is a level of research I would not undertake. Well, I was thinking, podcast. I was like, what is his like first song? I was like going back and like looking at like what has a lot of streams and what doesn't. He doesn't even really have that many popular songs. Like he has a lot of songs that we know, but it's not like a Madonna, Britney Spears, like Lady no. Gaga, like like there's no is, era, like, there's no eras tour with Justin. No, it's it, he has like maybe ten songs that have become like singles that have done really well. Like he doesn't have as much music as we would think he would for how much reporting has been done on him in the last two two decades. And a lot yeah. of his recent work is in conjunction with someone. It's not just like a. It's like with Kid Leroy or with Ariana. Yeah. Like there's definitely isolated ones like. What's that one? Did he release a song called Peaches? Yeah. Was I it about butts? Peaches down in Georgia. I don't know. But yeah, it was like on the radio. He has good music. Yeah. Uh, he know, did that one good like album. Bit, it, it does. I, I don't know. It sounds like no, a it's Roomba like, is singing most of his stuff. <laughs> to I wouldn't describe him as a vocalist. He's an entertainer. You know what I mean? He's just, yeah. he's, he's a celebrity. No, he's not a, no, he's not a vocalist. Have you guys seen that show, The Other Two? Yes. That's about, that's about him, star. right? Is it it's about like, him? Do it's we like think? a parody of like that idea that like someone becomes, like basically their little brother becomes Chase Dreams, which is right. like a little Justin Bieber type. It's like very, thing. not so loosely based on Justin Bieber, yes. the way that the movie Tar is not so loosely based on Chris DeRosa. <laughs> actually, how dare you? <laughs> He's Lydia Tar. But the, I am Lydia. I wish I was Lydia Tar. Um, you are Lydia Tar. I know. <laughs> No, I can't even. What was I even saying? Oh, because you're, you're masturbating. Because you're masturbating. Because I said you were Lydia Tarr. I br- I'm sorry. I brought up the TV show, which isn't relevant no, but whatsoever. But no. I just, it's interesting the idea of being famous so young. Like, I just, I feel like my heart is a little heavy for him in that sense because it's like, ugh, you know, I mean. Mm. Oh, no. All the things so he tough. does that are these bad things is like a kid acting out that like you would have done when you were 17 years old, but you. Justin Bieber were in a stadium tour at 17 years old. So you right. never did that. Yeah. Like, that I feel not, like we've you know, gotten really lucky, Chris, as like this generate, like the generation that comes after us, like everything is documented. Like we got away with a little bit. Oh, it. yeah. Like, I didn't enjoy oh, I got away with a lot. I was like 20 <laughs> ish. Do you know what I mean? Like not all my like debauchery is online. Like that's tough. Yeah. I wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to contend with like my own record. No. I am I'm of that generation that bores cocktail parties to a standstill by saying, if we had cell phones when I was a kid, I I would be dead. I'd be in jail. You have no idea. Yeah, you invented fun. That's it. That's the generation I'm from where I pretend we invented drugs. I mean, we kind of did. Someone had to do it. And there were. Thank you for your paving the way, Don. You're welcome. I crawled (laughs) literally so you could walk. (laughs) Literally. So I could wear a bathing suit. There were two things that stick out in my mind of like when he was acting up that I remember and being like, oh, this is really bad. This isn't just I'm fighting a paparazzi, which is like what every fucking celebrity does. Um, One was when he went to the Great Wall of China and he had his bodyguards like put him on their shoulders and like walk him up the steps of the Great Wall of China. Wow. Do you remember, remember this? this. Yes. Yep. yes. That was bad. Wow. And that was when people were like, okay, this is getting out of hand because like now this is like 
now he's being a little, pig. you know what I mean? Like this is no longer like the paparazzi are harassing me. And so I'm going to fight them. It's now like, you're like treating your bodyguards, like, like servants, you know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. it's bad. The second is when he went to Anne Frank's house in Amsterdam. Do we right. remember this? Mm-hmm. Oh God, I do. And oh, he God, wrote in he the was... book, like yes! Anne, Anne was a cool girl. I bet she would have been a believer. Believer. Oh! Wait, no, let me get the real quote. Hold on. This oh is from telltalesonline.com. Wow. Wow. He said, yeah. truly inspiring to be able to come here. Anne was a great girl. Hopefully she would have been a believer. Well, wow. Which, I mean, love the plug, by the way, for himself. But <laughs> I mean, what are, the hustle I mean, is bad. always happening. It's yeah. always. ABC. If you're hustle, you ABC. Have to always be, always be closing. Always be closing. However, that's, I mean, I don't need to explain how terrible that was. Yep. What about when he, like, had that huge meltdown on stage and, like, coll- like went into a fetal position? Do we know what I'm oh, talking about? I forgot, Aaron. I forgot Remember? I so forgot this is why that. my heart hurts a little bit for him, because he was, like, having a public meltdown or a private meltdown very publicly. Yeah. Do you recall? I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah. And they were him and Miley Cyrus were two people where where people would they would go on like Z100 or whatever, you know what I mean? They'd go on like Kiss FM or all the big shows like that. After they would leave, there would be all these reports of like they were so sick. Like 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 the star Justin or mm. Miley were like so they had the flu so bad, but they popped them up on a Z-pack like to the hilt and yeah. made them just go do press. Like it was there was a lot of that that I remember coming out of him being like I'm feel like shit, but my team has put me on like 97 steroids to like keep me awake so that I can go do right. press for like two days. And I like, oh. and no wonder I feel like shit because I've been awake for 48 hours. Oh, that's hard. And then peeing that's and mop, but not, not using a toilet at when I'm, when I'm not, you know, on a mic on a radio show, I'm like pissing in the corner somewhere. Well, being sleep deprived can make you do crazy things. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I got to see something because this has always bothered me. And I think once every couple of years, I, I try to look and see how old Justin Bieber's dad is. Yes. He's younger than me. I'm going to cut myself. So, <laughs> goodbye. Dominic. I know Jeremy Bieber is 48 years old and never saw a beanie that he didn't want to appropriate for an older audience. He just loves it. And I, I say think- this is someone who also, frequently beanies himself but i oh, think in ruh, your ruh. defense dom i i do believe justin's mother was quite young uh probably i'm sure they were both quite, very quite young, young. Wait, remember I'm just getting sp- eyes on the dad i've never gotten eyes on the dad before wow wee wee wow yeah he's a real a d-bag dog. like a full like tip to tail bag of d yeah, and he's ready really. for he's ready for Jersey Shore is what he's ready oh, for. 100%. Um remember when the dick pics leaked and his dad like released commented no. on Instagram and was like that's my boy or something <laughs> like how do you ta- how do you tame that monster? He said something along no. those lines. Dominic, that's horrifying. I swear As to a God. father should stand by his son. <laughs> I can't believe I'm Googling this. There's Justin Penis. All right. Ew, ew, ew. I didn't Justin know that Bieber's Justin dad. had a penis nip slip. Oh, my goodness. Just Google Justin Bieber dick pics. And I there's shall on not. More than one occasion. <laughs> In 2015, this happened. And 
the dick pics leaked. The dick pics leaked, and Jeremy Bieber issued a tweet that said, "What do you feed that thing?" Hashtag Proud Daddy. So it's almost like makes me want to fix Justin Bieber more because if that's your dad, it's like, okay, so you started off on the wrong foot. <laughs> I mean. Wowie wee wow, as Chris says. <laughs> yeah, that's bad. That's pretty bad. That's not good. Okay, so he goes through all of those trials and tribulations and then he comes back with that album called, what is it called? Purpose. So he comes out with that Purpose album. And I Gorgeous do remember album. when he like first performed it and he did... I think it was sorry, and then where are you now? Yeah, yeah. Where are you now? And that was—I remember the performance like being good and being like, "Oh, he like he could parlay this into like a more of a music career. Like he could still do this. Like he can be make like adult music." Yes. Does he sing "Baby" in concert still? And if so, how? Like, does it mean "Baby"? I don't know. I don't know. Does he? I would. I would want him to. I want him to sing it. And remember, wait, let's, we glossed over, remember Girlfriend? When he would go, swag, 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 swag. I honestly no, don't. I don't if either. Was, if, if you were my girlfriend, I'd never let you go. Oh, yeah. Oh, remember that? That yeah, was yeah, a better yeah, clip. Yeah, yeah. I yes. like to be anything you want. That song. And it Ooh, was so Chris. cringy, but like, well, you know that Sorry is like my warm up song at karaoke. No, I didn't. I have karaoke'd with you, and I am pleased that you didn't sing it that night. I That's like what I put on when it's like, oh, we all just got in the room and we have to like go through the leaflet to like figure out what songs. Are I did not know. I put on "Sorry" show. and I just sing "Sorry" because it's just like an easy song. Yeah, um, and everyone likes it. Before yeah. we fix this little bastard, should we talk about his his love life? Because that's you know he's just that's as much of his celebrity, if not more than his quote-unquote music. Well, I he will say, read. just to leave, to, but as we're exiting the music career, I will say, Love Yourself was named the top song of the year that it came out. I don't remember what year that was, but I remember during Christmas being in the car listening to the radio, and they were like, this is the number one song of whatever year. The one that's like about Selena Gomez, mm-hmm. where he's like writing to her after, to be like, you should just go have a good one. life. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You should go and love yourself. That one. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that is where we get to. Yeah. He was, they, the two of them skyrocketed into fame because Justin Bieber and Selena Gomez dated for a long time while they were like tweens and she was on uh-huh. Disney Channel and he was like touring the world, being a musician. And they, I don't think either of them would have been as famous today if they did Without not. Date. I think that's fair. I, right? I do sure. think it's fair. Yeah, I think they were definitely. It was giving very Justin Brittany. Yeah. It really love. was. Yeah. And they uh, dated for a long time. Then they broke up. The Beliebers and the Selena Gomez heads, including myself, were like devastated, yeah. period. But also turned on Selena Gomez as well. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. they they stuck with Justin and they were just like, America it must be women. her fault. America hates women. They definitely hated Selena Gomez. I mean, we, I in the fourth, ep, is it the fourth or fifth episode of this podcast? We fixed Haley Bieber a year before fixing Justin. Her husband. Be- yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I think that marrying Haley is like, was the best thing he ever did as okay. far as his For career. him? Yes. Yes, yes I do think both. so as well. Publicly and personally. 
she becomes a humongous celebrity overnight because she's dating him and like Mayor and his is his wife. He doesn't have to be a musician anymore to be famous. He can now just be a musician, quote unquote, but the husband of his wife that's now eclipsed him in fame, in my opinion. Um, Hot take, but I don't co-sign that, but I think she's pretty close. I think she could actually. But now I think she's one good cosmetics campaign from overshadowing her husband. I'll say. Yeah. <laughs> Completely How's that for agree. hating women, Erin? No, yeah, I do. I, I really do think. I think <laughs> she's one. There. She's one publicity stunt away from being more famous than than he is. Yeah. And now all of their press is like them together as a family. Yeah, I will say I spent the afternoon watching their TikTok clips, and they're very cute together. Although you can kind of see like a little bit of edge on Justin, mm-hmm. like a little, mm-hmm. just a little bit there. And then she's just kind of like this light, bright little fairy that kind of, I don't, it's, it's very interesting, their dynamic. It's fun to watch. So he beats her is basically where we're going with this. (laughs) No, No, but I think he sees that she, her star is climbing and his is not. Oh, wow. That's where you think we're I think that's what it is. And not for nothing when he, (laughs) when he. He's like, he's like, I don't need you. I don't need to fight with my ex-girlfriends. You're fighting with them on the internet. So just have at it. Like you and your fans and Selena's fans. Why did Selena and Justin break up? I don't recall. Unclear. Okay. I I I don't know know why. I could Mm. take some guesses. They'd all be very insulting. But um, (laughs) no, we really, I don't think anyone knows. I don't think they've ever been public about it. Like I don't, it's not. Yeah, because that was a big thing. Is like, why did they break up? And then people think that he cheated on her with Haley Bieber. Mm, well, I think they did get together pretty close, right? It was. It I think pretty... that there was an there was an overlap. People think mm. there was an overlap. Is yeah. what I think it was. This is yeah. giving. I hate to bring it back. This is giving very scandal. I knew you were going to say this... that. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> Got it. Aaron, new what girl else did town. you? Aaron, what else did you like discover when you in your research in your Lana Del research? You know, he's talking a lot about mental health, which I love. Okay. You know, props to that. We love a mental health advocate. Um, a, a little bit, a lot about Jesus. Okay. Uh, guys, guys, yeah. how yeah. did we skip over the fact that he was going Hillsong. to the Hillsong Church? Yeah. yeah. Hillsong God damn it. How dare us, honestly. I will say, though, I feel like at this point he's, he's pra- I think the reason it didn't come up right away is because I think he's distanced himself from it. Enough, and I think that's where marrying Haley has come into play because we, our eyes have been yeah. diverted from that yeah. whole scandal. And no, we're just you're looking right. At her, you're right. He was one of the. Which P.S. Can why has no one ever drawn the comparison from Hillsong to Kabbalah? Hillsong is the, was the Kabbalah of the twenty the twenty twenty. Oh, maybe yeah. Do you know maybe. what I mean? Remember when Kabbalah was like really a thing, and like everyone yeah. was everyone was wearing the red wristlets, mm-hmm. and everyone it became a huge thing. That was Hillsong. I also think. That I'm glad you brought this up because it is very intriguing because there are other celebrities who, if they were involved with something like this, it would be the first thing you talked about. I think it was so obvious that he was a pawn for this organization yeah. that you think to yourself, like, this guy is not, he's, he's not, he's not into Jesus this way, but he's being told like he should be. And it was, this was during the fetal position time as well, where he needed, mm. he needed Jesus. guidance and they, it was so obvious that he was being preyed upon. And then once you found out, you know, oh my goodness, the head of a religion, there's a sex scandal there. My pearls, you know, it's yeah, yeah, just yeah. like, of course, you just roll your eyes. You're like, whatever. No one thought Justin Bieber was going to hang on a cross for that pun intended. 
but he really did get away with it. If it was anyone else, they probably wouldn't have. If it was Candace Cameron, Bure, CCB <laughs> to you and me, we would have thrown her into the fire clit. Like it would have been over. Done. Yeah. yeah. Fire clit. <laughs> she would have been over. And all this to say, the reason that he has been like, on every time I'm like, who should we fix? Like someone submits Justin Bieber. It started when him and his wife showed up at an appearance in New York. And when I say oh. appearance, I mean like oh. a, st- like a staged paparazzi appearance for them to go like get a donut together at a weird place on like, in like the East village where she looks like an absolute fucking supermodel in this little teeny weeny red mini dress that looks so, she looks so fucking good. It's out of this world. And then he's wearing a gray sweatsuit with sweat shorts, a zip up hoodie with like, it's like Crocs. The hood is up and the like drawstring is pulled and he's wearing a a pink hat on top of the hood. What a fabulous He looks like an absolute, like someone that escaped from an asylum. And she looks like, like Linda Evangelista going down a runway, like for yeah, real. Yeah, it's a weird like, polarity. It's, the dichotomy uh, is jarring. Yeah. And yeah. then people were like, is he okay? Because <laughs> it's so blatantly, obviously staged, like the, the whole thing. So it's like, you decided that you wanted people to see you looking like this. Also, she, it, it, it asks so many questions, right? Like, did she get ready first? And was like, well, I'm wearing this. And he was yeah. like. <laughs> He's like, well, I don't want to get dressed up. Well, I thought yeah. we were going to a donut place. And she's like, well, it's New York. Like, I, 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 there's so many Aaron, questions. He couldn't have put on a pair of pants. I don't know. 100%. That's 100% what happened. <laughs> He's uh, like, fuck it. I don't care. I'm going to get these donuts and say la vague. So what are we trying to do with him? I mean, we're just trying, not, not make respectable, but it's sort of like he needs a rejuvenation almost. Mm. It's almost like, even though he's one of these people who is like, well, why are you fixing me? He still sells millions of albums. It's because there's just something off about his image. We're not trying to mainstream him. There's just something like off about him. There's something but I'm sorry to say not- He's not Taylor Swift. Like he's not selling out arenas. Not even the same. Like, do you know what I'm saying? It's like that's like his his career is not like he has a song every year, but that's not a song. A single every year is not Beyonce. Do you know what I'm saying? Like he's not clear. Like he's not the celebrity musical powerhouse that we all assumed he would ascend to be as he was like a 16 year old with this humongous song. Right. And I think that maybe that's why we're here because that was supposed to happen, but didn't because he's not in that realm. Like there's a Taylor Beyonce share realm. And then there's everyone else who we talk about on this podcast. And he should have been, he should have been the fourth female name in that group I just mentioned. Um, (laughs) But he was not. But also I think when we're thinking about like Justin Timberlake, like he has continued as an adult to really solidify himself in music. Correct. Yes. Justin doesn't feel you're right. Like, and I think that's why I brought up that show. The other two is because the whole premise of that is like, he did a song, but they're really trying to promote him to do 10 billion other things. And that feels very Justin Bieber to me. Like he's acting, he's doing this. He's got a, girlfriend he you know he's at a basketball game there's a lot going on around the music for him yeah i agree with you which isn't bad and we like we uh, you know obviously as we were saying he's part of the zeitgeist he's i mean he's sure he's a celebrity forever absolutely he has no choice yeah yeah he has no choice now now that he married this woman you know what i mean so i don't know i don't even know what my fix is i have to think now hmm 
Well, you have about 30 seconds. I have about 30 seconds. Um, I've got an idea for you, Chris. As we're gathering. You can text each other. Okay, are we ready to pitch? I think so. Let's do it. (laughs) I think that... Excuse me? Oh. Are I haven't you changing done this. your whole format. Like what I are you doing? I haven't done this in so long. I'm. I forget. I forget. This okay, is hold outrageous. on. Outrageous. Okay. Justin Bieber. Thank you. Is that what you wanted, Dominic? Yes. Yes. Justin Drew Lorraine. Justin <laughs> Drew Lorraine. Now that's usually what Dominic then goes. Justin Drew Lorraine Bieber. Yeah. And I will in thirty seconds. I think that your power came from your marriage. As much as I think Haley Bieber's annoying. I think that she's the best thing that ever happened to you. So I want an album of love ballads written about your wife. And then on top of that, I want, it's not Netflix and it's not Hulu. I don't know what, medium this is in but i it might be tiktok but like long form like i want you to do the beckhams like on tiktok where we're in your house with you i want a long form of like here's our bed here's our house here's justin putting on his crocs to go get a donut with me Here's blah, blah, blah. Here's us going out to dinner. Like, I want them, because they, he really, I mean, I'm not going to lie. He is really cute. Like, like outside of all of the weirdness <laughs> and the tattoos and the, like, he is attractive when he, like, wants to look like a human being. And she is just so fucking beautiful. It's, like, out of this world. Right. So, like, they could be, they are an it couple. They really could be, like, really an it couple and not a supermodel with her lackey behind her if he wanted to do that. And I think that they could parlay themselves into like something much bigger if they did that. Cause I don't think he really wants to do music. It's not there. Hmm. And I think he wants to be a celebrity and I think he's good at being a celebrity. And that's my pitch. (sighs) (laughs) Justin Drewler and Bieber. Justin, the problem for me fixing you, Justin, is I don't know what you want. I You've not made it clear. I feel like Correct. you were sort of a musical superstar as a child. And as does happen to musical children, that musical part just sort of like takes a back seat or yeah, fades away. away. <laughs> yeah. But you're not like a... Who am I thinking of? Who is that queen who used to be on the Today Show at Christmas? Billy Gilman. Remember this one? Would yes. sing the holiday songs, and then he came out when he was 18 and blah, blah, blah. It's not, he's not like that. Like, Justin could, if he applied himself, still have a successful career. I feel like he doesn't want to. So what I want Justin to do is start the process of him very publicly finding out what it is he wants to do. And Mm. I know Chris and I have been talking about this phrase for the past couple of days, but maybe the universe was having an evening with, I'm going to It's an evening with, I need an evening with Justin Bieber, which is where (laughs) he goes to small venues and he's singing acoustic (laughs) versions of his best songs. And he's telling stories because here's the thing. 
Justin Bieber, not known as being like a great storyteller or orator or whatever, but hook him up with someone to, to focus him, hook him up with like a Ben Rimmelauer or a Dominic Pupa or an established cabaret. Oh, in heaven. Go, keep going. go out and have, <laughs> and, and let's have the life story. Like what are these interesting life stories? Because he based in all of this douchebaggery is a very compelling 100% coming of age story. Like you'd be hard pressed to think mm. of someone who had a more interesting fucking childhood than this guy who sort of invented what was possible on YouTube unwittingly. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. to invent, you know, he turned YouTube into like the modern version of Schwab's dr drugstore. Yes. Like you're yeah. getting discovered here basically. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I, I'm almost seeing like he never comes across like he gives a shit about much. And I think he can put that tone into an evening with Justin Bieber where it's, he's just like, I'm going around the country, meeting all these people in small groups. I'm telling stories. I'm singing songs. If by the end of this tour, he hasn't written it hasn't inspired him to write music. He should just close the tour by saying, I'm officially retiring from music and I'm going to be Haley Bieber's husband. That's going to be my job. And that's it. But I think, I think he needs to find out for his 30th birthday, he needs to give himself the gift of himself and uh, <laughs> do an evening with. And now, John, that is my pitch. Selfishly, can I ask, is this going to be on Netflix? Like, can I see it? As a small town, I gal think from eventually, I think eventually it will. I, I love that you asked that because I should have, as a television producer, had cameras yeah. there right away. <laughs> Thank you. But I think it needs to be at the end of the year. I want to follow the journey before right. we it's know what, what the end of it's going to be. Yeah. Okay. So okay. you will get to see it. And every week for a few months, you're going to hear stories about like, Justin Bieber canceled at the Carlisle because he was feeling under the weather or Justin Bieber uh, was arrested yeah. for parking in a handicapped spot in Fresno. <laughs> and so his performance was canceled or yeah, shocking, other other shocking revelations away, from yeah. Justin's night with. Yeah. Selena Gomez fans trash Ramada Inn where Haley Bieber is getting her nails done in Des Moines. Like all of these very compelling stories that will pop up. <laughs> And that is my pitch. <sighs> Guys. Whoo. It's hard when we're both good. this brilliant. I know. We yeah, just don't make it easy. We don't make it easy. Can Aaron, I throw you... my, what popped into my brain into I the that, mix? 100%, sure. 100%. Um, I was thinking that Haley should get pregnant. Hmm. Okay. And then they could do a whole, they could do a whole series about like him becoming a father, kind of piggybacking on like the YouTube experience. And then he could write an album about parent. I think parenthood is like. Yeah, but didn't they have celebs. a baby? No. No, not yet. Wait, they don't have a kid. No. Definitely. Are you sure? I swear to God. swear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It they would give the song baby no a whole new meaning when he comes out, he'd be holding his own. They could Paris Hilton it and just say, like, here's the baby. You know? That'd be big, big news. Would, oh, it's their friend's baby head. that this is they're always in pictures with. Oh, they don't have any kids. No. No. Oh, I okay. I he mean, is a that's child. that Aaron, that's good. Kids will really reinvigorate your identity, let me tell you. I don't want to see him being a father. I don't know why. It already it already he's already feels irresponsible to me. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. It's not a bad idea. I don't know no, if it's, it's the a right good, celebrity. It's a good pitch. 
Yeah, yeah. Okay, Dominic, we have to decide. Does Aaron win over both of us, or do we have to shut her out and make her pick? No, we're shutting her out. It's official. Okay. Aaron, I'm sorry. Okay. You have to pick. No, it's fine. It's fine. It is a good, um, no, but it's a good idea. It is good, but it has to like- Blow us off our seats. Yeah. And that, that has happened before. We're not going to name names. Um, <laughs> Tiana just won. Remember oh, when- that's right. When that's Demi right. Lovato being a NASA partner? We were stunned She just into straight silence. up took it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we, we, were, were, we yeah. were stunned into silence. Yeah, we have to erupt into like absolute. Yeah, we have to be. It has to be mayhem here. It, but you know your what? idea Actually, is great. So I, you know, Chris, I love the idea of the love songs. I really do with Haley because I think that is his strong suit. But I feel like I'm going to have to pick Dom because. <gasps> oh, no, I knew he was winning. I kind of want a memoir from him. And I feel like this is very memoir-esque to get the story out there. And I think we need the story of his life. And I think that feels right right now. Why didn't I think memoir? That would have been a great pitch. That would have been a good one. What's wrong with you? I don't know. I'm an idiot. That's what's wrong with me. I know. I I felt very rusty, if you couldn't tell, when I was pitching. Because I was like, oh, what am Um, I saying? I didn't even start it right. I'm telling you, the the evening with the universe has has been – putting an evening with in my head for several days. We were on another podcast yesterday where an evening with came up and Mm. uh, it's just been there. And I believe that the Lord put it in my head (laughs) to properly repair Justin. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The Lord. As she does, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Aaron, my God, thank you for coming back. What do we even say to you? Where can people find you? You know, I'm living on Instagram, so hang out with me over there. That's her home address, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Instagram.com slash Aaron Bagwell, right? You got it. Yep. Dominic, where can people find you? You can find me at Dominterry.com. That's my webtool site. You can also find me at at Dominic Puba on the socials or at Fixing Famous People anywhere. Chris, question. You, where can we find you? That was actually you can, two questions. <laughs> you can find me at the Krista Rosa. You can find the show at Fixing Famous People. Um, you can find the Patreon at patreon.com slash fixing famous people. We've got so much coming down the pike. You don't even know. There might a be a live Zoom You're coming right. towards a higher tier. There might be in-person meetup situations happening. You guys, we may be announcing an an, an in-person event next week or the week after. (gasps) Unprecedented in-person event. This is very exciting. That means it's something that may take place in March, and I will have to get a February neck lift if this is <laughs> Dom, I or, wanted to ask you about your lotion. You said you were going to give us an update. I haven't tried it yet. I have okay. not tried it, but it's right here at my desk. It's called Beverly Hills MD. It's a neck cream. And Michelle, a fixie from the Los Angeles area, gave it to me at my holiday show. And I'm going to make a big deal out of it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to I'm gonna do befores and afters. Okay. And then I'm going to FaceTime Michelle from the uh, burn unit where this cream puts me, probably. <laughs> and I'm going to make her pay for my stay there. It's probably just a moisturizer. No, you think it's going to burn? No, he thinks no it's going to like like burn his, <laughs> his skin fire. right off his body. Well, I can yeah. tell you there will be a photo series where I put makeup on to make it appear as though it's burning <laughs> just to scare Michelle, <laughs> who I only spent two minutes with, but I fell madly in love with immediately. Aww. And no, I know she yeah. would take the humor. Um, oh, God. That. Well, 
Dominic. I wish your neck well. I wish you both. <laughs> Thank well. you. All of them or just the, just the top yeah. one that I'm going <laughs> to medicate. Both. Three, all three. Thanks guys. <laughs> it was a pleasure. Aaron Bagwell, <sighs> we love you. Thank you for choosing me as your first winner of 2024. I know. Fuck, I will I'm remind already behind. Chris by text every 45 minutes oh, until no. he wins. I'm so sorry. No. All right, fine. guys. You know what's next. Where's Shelly? Goodbye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.